Hey, hey, welcome to Horns Up. Happy International Workers' Day, Peter. <laughs> I didn't know it was International Workers' Day. I've, I've grown up knowing it only as Labor Day or Maharashtra Day growing up in Bombay. Yeah, but come on, this uh, podcast isn't only heard by people living in Maharashtra. So <laughs> you have to take an international, man. It's International Workers' Day. Better known as Labor Day or just as May Day. May Day, May yeah. Day. It's a cry for help too. <laughs> the world is crying for help today. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what's what's weird is the music world actually isn't really crying for help or at least there's somebody who's responding to the cry for help as such and donning that superhero cape. It's Bandcamp, of course. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Bandcamp did this last month when uh, it waved off... Uh, it's commission as such for all artists. So whatever you were paying for or buying on Bandcamp, would the money would directly go to the artists themselves or to the labels themselves and Bandcamp wouldn't take its usual cut. And that was a huge success. So much so that uh, now Bandcamp has uh, said that, okay, cool, we'll be doing this for three more days in the coming months. I think it's the first Friday of every new month as such, right? So May 1st, then there's whatever the first Friday of June is and whatever the first Friday of July is. I know I should have had the dates down there, but I... So basically the 5th of June and 3rd of July. (laughs) Oh my God, somebody's doing homework. (laughs) No, I just opened the calendar. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So... So Peter and I were discussing what to do about this because, you know, this directly helps a lot of artists, etc. So should we like, you know, feature some artists or um, talk about some things or recommend albums, etc. that you guys should be checking out? And we said, no, man, this is an international uh, event and who knows what your tastes in music are. And we are not elitist snobs who are going to, you know, look down upon you if you choose to maybe i don't know get a different album than what we recommend so here's 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 our suggestion for for to make the most of this bandcamp thing um now that you know that bandcamp will be doing this next june as well as in july as well as today actually why don't why don't all of you just you know troll bandcamp like in the old days come on it's not like you guys have better things to do uh in this time you know, just troll Bandcamp, search out the artists or the releases that really excite you. And then come these days again, the special Bandcamp days, go out and actually buy the damn thing so that you know the artists are directly receiving the money. Is that a decent strategy? Yeah, I think it totally works, man. There's so much new music coming out. And uh, I think quite a few artists, I've been getting emails, are putting out exclusives today itself. Yeah, a lot of them you can uh, find out on Bandcamp's blogs itself. I mean, there are so many artists and labels offering special donations or special merch or special releases, which are only Bandcamp exclusives, etc. Over 150 at last count. Yeah, so we'll link you to that list. Anybody special that you want to talk about, Peter? Well, uh, guests on our show earlier, uh, Haunt, uh, they're doing a Bandcamp uh, exclusive, so there's going to be a single out today. So, yeah, that I'm looking forward to that. Anything okay. you're looking for? Um, I'm not really sure. Maybe I'll 
I'm like, you know, there are a lot of names that have come to mind uh, that I want to just put my, put the money where the mouth is as such. I want to check out uh, the total fucking destruction thing because that's really getting a lot of talk. Um, going back to, you know, earlier discoveries on Bandcamp, like uh, this uh, Malaysian alternative stroke punk band called Milo Dinosaur that uh, I really liked. And they had an, I think they had a EP or an album out earlier this year. So maybe I'll end up, uh, you know, supporting them. Um, maybe go back and look at Ice Dragon. Yeah, get some things from there too. Because I know they've been releasing a shit ton of music. A label I've been enjoying a lot of music from, Holy Roar, is doing a lot of oh, exclusive yeah. themselves today. Plus, they're doing giveaways. So, you know, uh, in addition to buying stuff and supporting the artists, you could get stuff also. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that could be like a return gift. Yeah. Like birthday parties. Parties, remember when we had those? <laughs> now it's all about the Zoom parties, man. <laughs> Yeah, nobody invites me to a Zoom party. I'm just not cool enough. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, but that's not all that we have on the show today. We are going to go old school once again. Since we kicked off the week with uh, a superb interview with Blaze Bailey, we thought it's best to continue or finish the week with another old school band, Candlemas, the legendary Candlemas as such, who released uh, a new EP called Pendulum or The Pendulum, uh, way back in March, actually. That's around the time when the entire lockdown, etc. We were just getting used to things. And we had a chance to speak to vocalist uh, Johan Lanquist, who was also the first vocalist for Candlemas as such. First, as in he appeared on the band's Epicus Dumitis Metallicus, which is by far considered to be the, what do you say, the blueprint for most doom metal isn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, every band that plays doom metal or any of the sub-genres of doom that have spawned uh, lately owe a bit to uh, Candlemas and especially that album. Yep. Uh, it's a fairly interesting chat because uh, Johan almost is, you know, like a session musician to Candlemas because Leaf is the one who writes right. all the songs and is the band's Kind of, you know, the it's his band largely. So this is a slightly, not weirdish, but it's as close to Candlemas as we can get without actually talking to Candlemas. Yeah, and uh, it, he does make quite a few interesting points. So let's dive straight into the interview. All right, here he is. Here's Johan Lanquist. And now with us, we have Johan Lanquist. Did I get that right? Is that the right yeah, Joanne Lanquist uh, sounds pretty good in English. That's that's yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> that means I didn't botch it up completely, or did I? That means I didn't botch up the name completely, did I? No, 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 you didn't. <laughs> awesome. How's it yeah. going with you? How's your day been so far? Uh, yeah, pretty good. It's it's a bit strange now in this Corona times. So, uh, but uh, I still uh, go to work, so uh, I'm okay, but uh, the whole community feels a bit uh, on, uh, what do you say, slowed down. (laughs) We can totally imagine, because both of us sitting here in Mumbai, India, are kind of homebound. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. As a country. It's the same with a lot of people here in Sweden too right now. If you sneeze at work, they just tell you, please go home. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's kind of shift the conversation to something a little more positive. Um, yeah. If you don't good. mind, let's, let's jog your memory a few decades back, back to your childhood. Uh, yeah. What has your journey with metal been like and how did your musician life begin? Yeah, I think I was about 15, 16 when uh, when I was uh, I had a dream of starting up a band and uh, me and a f- couple of friends did and we uh, we could rehearse do, do the rehearsals in our school but we have to had to um, carry all our stuff every single time uh but we continued uh, and uh, we we changed band uh, members uh, a couple of times but then in the in the end it turned up to be a band called Jonah Quiz but that that was my very first band and uh, actually we were just but but <laughs> it, it 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 was a very good band we we had a really good time and we actually almost got a, a real rec- contract uh, and to have a real record company behind you at that time was pretty unique but something happened so it didn't turn out well in the end but uh, that's the way how that band ended up but of continued to write music and uh, I've been in uh, some other bands, not that famous, but I've pretty much been into music all of my life and I've been writing songs uh, more or less uh, all of my life. But if you could just tell us, what was the main thing that got you interested in music or rock and metal to be a little more specific yeah i think it, it uh, my very first uh, in the very beginning i listened to t-rex and mud you know on the the jukebox i don't think there are any jukeboxes uh, around anymore but maybe in india i don't know but not here yeah, in sweden yeah, there are but that that was my very first uh, love listening to T-Rex and Mud from a jukebox and then later on uh, I found uh, Judas Priest Black Sabbath and actually kind of, uh, some uh, punk rock bands in Sweden one band called Ebba Grön that was uh, in my opinion pretty close to heavy metal actually but but not played at the uh, in the same way as you play metal but the energy and the, the songs were pretty similar in my opinion at least that uh, band Ebba Grön that I'm, I'm talking about right now from all those bands eventually in comes Candlemas what really led to Candlemas? How did that whole thing come about? 
Yeah, it was actually about the same time when Jonah Quiz was uh, doing well. And uh, they called me up because they, they, uh, they wanted to do that Epicus record. And they asked me if I could uh, do the record for them. And uh, it was uh, exactly the same time when we were about to have that record contract uh, that I was talking about earlier. Uh, so I said that, I'm sorry, I, I'm, I have my own project right now. And that's where my heart is. Uh, so of course I could I can help you out doing the album, but I, I can't uh, give you all of me right now because I'm into this uh, to my own band Jonah Quiz, and uh, I think they were looking for other singers too. But uh, then later on they they said that we want you to do the album anyway, and that's uh, about how it all turned out in the end. So. What were your first impressions of the music that Candlemas played at that time? Yeah, the very first time I heard the songs, you know, they, they, I had a, what do you say, cassette tape, a tape from them to oh. listen to the songs before we went into the studio. And uh, to be honest, I've, I had never heard anything like that, like that at that time. So I was, wow, what, what's this? <laughs> Uh, and uh, but still, I, I I found something in the music, and I was thinking that all, all I can do is sing as uh, melodic as I can uh, in the songs, and that's about what I did. I try to find uh, uh, what do you say, good melodies. Of course, Leif had uh, all. Uh, had written the songs, but uh, I, I kind of put my own touch uh, into the vocals uh, with uh, finding different tunes uh, here and there. And uh, it was a very good uh, opportunity at that time for anyone to, to record an album. And uh, uh, I told them, I, I, I'm happy to help you guys out and I did and I, we went I went to the studio and we I thought I think we did the whole album within a week or something like that but, uh, very fast that's awesome um, you know uh, there's a fantastic review I read uh, of Epicus Dumicus Metallicus where it says that your voice was the perfect fit for that album because your voice was and your singing was so depressive and melancholic. Now, yeah, <laughs> yeah. To an average reader, that shouldn't be a compliment, but it really is, isn't it? Yeah, you, you, you. I think what what is important in music is that you 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 have to be true to yourself, and uh, if someone tells you to do it in a special way, of course you can you can listen to that, but you have to be comfortable. Uh, doing uh, it your way in in the music. Uh, that at least it's very important for me to feel that uh, I, I kind of step into the music and and feel that uh, I'm a part of what I do. That's very important for me. I, I you you know you, it's not worth it trying to copy someone else or. Uh, 
you have to be honest to yourself and uh, that's uh, that's what I did I think so at least <laughs> it's a lot of years ago <laughs> that, yeah. that, that's about how I feel about music these days <laughs> anyway <laughs> so you know from epicus to now your latest release which is the pendulum ep now yeah the ep is a collection of tracks that from the door to doom sessions why yeah. choose to release the ep now uh, i think we, we decided that uh, a long time ago because uh, at at the very beginning i i i don't think the late was uh, satisfied about how the songs were at that time and he wanted to what do you say kind of refresh the songs one more time and and uh, i i did new vocals on them and uh, they thought that it uh, oh what do you say piece of a puzzle uh, was there when, when i did the vocals on on these songs and uh, that's why they decided to we, we we're to give them out for the people i think so i want to get your views on this lately in this uh, digital age because of various reasons uh, you have people who say eps and singles are better than albums uh what do you think is there a space for heavy metal to go the singles only way like how you see pop music or yeah. does it have to be in the pure ep or uh, album space uh, i actually i haven't thought about that so much but uh, i think it's it's important of course to keep uh, the the band alive and i think that every single song that comes out to the people is good and uh, you know it takes time sometimes to make a full album so if you can do an ep just to uh, what do you say uh, give your fans some songs i think that's a very good idea I think so simply it's as simple as that if i if i really do like a band and uh, they do an album and then i have to wait for another 2 years or 3 years for the next album i th- think i would appreciate to get a couple of songs pretty close to the album that's my opinion about that <laughs> just to build on that uh, for a bit do you feel that this shift towards shorter releases uh, has had an impact on your songwriting process or hasn't at all uh, no no I, you know in candlemas leif is the main songwriter in candlemas and i think candlemas wouldn't be candlemas without the songs that uh, leif has done and uh, all i can do as a singer is to uh try to do my very best uh, uh, but but uh, my own songwriting has in the mo- at the time has nothing to do with candlemas because leif you know he's an artist and uh, he comes up with songs and uh, great ideas all the time so uh, 
I'm not involved in the writing of the songs. Of course, I, I can do a couple of changes uh, in the vocals here and there, but not, uh, he's the main songwriter. Okay, but do you feel then, or at least from your interactions with Leif, that this shift towards, you know, preferring shorter releases has had an impact or you think he's still going to prefer, you know, the album or the EP space as he's we've been doing for the last few decades? I don't know if I understand you right, but if you, if you mean that, uh, should we continue doing EPs or do full records? Uh, I'm pretty sure that we will do uh, more uh, more records uh, in the band uh, right now. Not, okay. Not, okay. not 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 very close in time, but uh, as soon as there's a, there are some free time to do that. That's uh, that's uh, our ambition. I can tell. All right, we'd like to at this point to play a song from the EP. So if you could tell us which song you would like us to play and why. Yeah, you can uh, you can do <laughs> what one could you do? Uh, you can, uh, yeah, do the porcelain skull because I've okay. listened to Pendulum for so many times now, but because <laughs> we're plan- planning to do that one live. <laughs> so... I was secretly hoping you would choose Porcelain Same Skull here. too. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, it's All a right. good one. Destruction 
so johan we can't leave you without talking about uh, the candlemas legacy after mm-hmm. all the band's first album epicus dumicus metallicus is credited for giving the genre of doom metal its name yeah so yeah i know let's let's start by first asking you uh what is doom metal to you how would you define it yeah doom metal is for me uh, pretty much uh, like i i i i'm having a hard time putting everything into different genres but but uh, i uh, i find it slow slow and heavy it's pretty much uh, as simple as that but it can also be fast and uh, and i think it's about the lyrics uh, as well that's pretty much how i see uh, doom metal is powerful in one way or another okay what do you mean by the lyrics itself i mean you can have yeah, a thrash metal band singing about the stuff that you guys think about yeah 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 of course you can but but i mean you know when i started playing music it, it i call called everything heavy metal so uh, I'm ha- actually having a problem. I can't tell the difference between all the kinds of metal that do exist right now because I don't know how many different kinds are there. 20, 30, something like that. Power metal, uh, all kinds of metal. I'm I'm not the Uh, I do not listen to so much music uh, in private actually. Of course I listen to music but uh, I don't know all the genres uh, um when it comes to all the different kinds but uh, let's say Black Sabbath is one of the most uh, doom metal like bands in my opinion. the the early black sabbath and uh, ah it's hard to tell <laughs> all right to me um, it's heavy metal uh, all over <laughs> having said that you know how do you think that metal has evolved from the time you know you started uh, playing in heavy metal band <sighs> yeah there are so many great uh, musicians out there actually and sometimes you even can feel embarrassed you know when you meet young people they're playing guitars like a hero when they're 20 years old and a lot of good musicians and of course uh, but it's also very important to keep the spirit and the souls in the music i think it's not only about playing as good as uh, possible you have to keep your heart in what you do or that's i think that's very important and, and there are so many great bands out there of course i i listen to i can't i can't give you any names right <laughs> in the, the but but there, there are a lot of good bands out there but there are so many it's hard to find them the one that uh, you you find interesting yourself there's so many to pick from take your take your time with this because you kind of walked into my next question uh, mm-hmm. you have mentioned that you don't listen to a lot of music but 
metal or non-metal like if you could just check what's on what's been like the last three to five bands or artists you uh albums you've been listening to i'm very curious to know yeah i'm i'm pretty actually uh, sad to say but i'm pretty much stuck in the beginning of the 80s i think there was so a lot of good music done uh, in the beginning of the 80s and that's definitely where my heart is and every time i hear a new band and i can hear a touch from the 80s that makes me happy and i can tell i i i I, the, the the last songs uh, I was listening to I think I think it was actually Jorn do you know the Norwegian yeah, guy yeah. Jorn yeah yeah, yeah I, I, I really do like some of the songs that uh, he has done I think the, that's pretty much I think I don't know how old he is I think he's younger than uh, I am but uh, some of the songs they're really good I think so now the second question i had regarding uh, the legacy itself is to do mm-hmm. with expectations a band that's as influential as candlemass you know there are fans uh, right from the old school days from when you started to new fans who will discover you with uh, the previous album or the latest ep yeah actually everyone all these fans the promoters all the stakeholders of the band itself they have expectations from candlemas of various kinds yeah do these kind of expectations do they weigh on the band at all when it comes to writing music or performances or mm. anything that you guys do no i don't think so i i think uh, we're doing good right now in the band and we're we're having a good time so of course you, you, you i really do love and respect all the people that uh, like uh, the candlemass music and all my respect to them and i can tell that every single gig that we're out there doing wherever it is in the world we're our ambition is always to do a very good gig so uh, and i'm honored and uh, very humble because wherever we uh, we go right now the people are so friendly and <laughs> full of love so uh, i really do love meeting the audience it's a fantastic uh, time right right now and i and uh, we have to uh, treat that very what do you say gift opportunity very well and i'm pretty sure that all of us uh, are willing to do that here's a final question to you okay Through these 34 years since epicus was released we've seen different eras of the band we've seen different members in all of this what in your opinion keeps candlemas well candlemas Yeah, I think the main thing is the songs that Leif is writing and uh, I don't know, but I know there've been ups and downs and uh, but one thing right now for sure is that Leif is in a very good mood 
because you, I don't know if you know all the stories from a couple of years ago. He he actually has been very low when it comes to candle mass. He was actually about to quit the band, but now he he's got new energy and thinking that uh, yeah he's pretty satisfied about the way that. Uh, the band is right now, and uh, and that's very important. Uh, Leif can't leave Candlemas because the day when Leif doesn't want to be a member of Candlemas <laughs> anymore, I think uh, that they, they would would not be Candlemas anymore. I think so. That's my opinion because he's such a an important piece of the Candlemas puzzle. Well, personally speaking, I think you shouldn't leave Candlemas ever either. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm planning to do it all the way to the end, actually. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Johan, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate you taking out time and uh, talking to us. Thank you for calling me up. It's actually my very first call from India. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're getting that a lot these days. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe we should, we haven't been there yet, but you never know what happens in the future. Exactly. Is there a big metal scene in India or Yes, there is a metal scene here and it's pretty active too. In fact, uh, we've had quite a few big name bands as well as legacy acts, etc. all coming down to India over the last decade or so. And okay, okay. I think now we are reaching a stage where uh, it's where promoters are looking for acts who, who obviously are not just draws, but, you know, also because we just want to see them and we haven't had a chance of seeing them yet. Uh, of course, of course. So I'm, I'm pretty sure Candlemas will have, like if, if you guys are ever booked, I'm pretty sure you will draw in a sizable crowd. Okay, thank you. That's good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for your time and have a good rest of the day. Thank you very much. Was oh, it uh, Animesh and Peter, is that right? Yes. Correct. Yeah, I thank you, Peter and Animash, for the interview. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, horns up. Bye-bye. <laughs> so it feels fairly certain that uh, Candlemas is going to continue doing what it is doing, right? With uh, whatever Johan said, we're going to yep. see some more albums. Yep, and it'll be quite interesting to see now, especially with you know, a lockdown. Although I don't think Sweden had as severe a lockdown as us, but uh, still a slowdown of sorts, what kind of impact it has on, you know, creativity or new music that they're going to release. The most interesting fact about Sweden that I read today in the news was the fact that Sweden is going to allow kids to hug their grandparents. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't know whether that's good news or whether that's <laughs> draconian ways of controlling children. <laughs> okay, now you may hug them for precisely 30 seconds. <laughs> Anyways. Well, it is indeed strange times we live in. <laughs> yep, yep, that it is. 
So uh, that's all we have for Hansub this week. You can reach out to us on hansubpod.com. Let us know what uh, you guys are buying off Bandcamp or if you're not buying off Bandcamp, what artists would you like to buy off Bandcamp? Yeah, and by the way, if for some reason or whatever reason you can't get new music to you, well, stay tuned to our Twitter channels because we may have some way of getting you guys new music which just isn't on the podcast. Yeah, it's going to be quite fun and interesting. So stay tuned to OnZubPod on Twitter. And with that, let us leave you. You can find us on Twitter too. It's uh, at Asmohani. And I'm Trent Crusher. Until next time, horns up. Hands up.